You do not have to suffer silently or alone. 1212 Ministries has resources available to your church so that you can get plugged in and find community. No matter what stage of this journey you're in, we want to equip the church to come alongside of you and support you as you navigate this season. Please reach out to 1212 Ministries to learn more about how your church can get connected. Hi, Heather. Welcome to the podcast. Hey, Nicole. I'm so pumped to be here. I am so, so, so excited. So you guys, I have to tell you, okay, so Heather and I, we actually connected via Instagram. And so I know social media sometimes gets a bad rap, but we cannot deny divine appointments. And so I just really was intrigued by Heather and her practice and just her heart for the fertility community. And so I was just like, oh my gosh, I have to have a conversation with her because just she's so inspiring and what she wants to do for the, for our community. So Heather, welcome, welcome. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. (laughs) I am so excited to be here. I love talking about women and fertility and hormones and just how God has designed us. Um, just allowing women to really step into that. So I'm, I'm so excited. Yes. And I will be super transparent. I, me, I have my pen and paper ready to take notes because <laughs> I need to, I need to learn all about this being super transparent again. Like my hormones are so out of whack. I'm a hot mess. You know, mm-hmm. I've walked through I don't even know how many years it is of just infertility. And so I'm, I'm so excited about this conversation. Yay. Oh, that's so, so good. Yes, Heather. So before we jump in, can you tell us a little bit about you and maybe in your practice? Yeah. Yeah. So I am what I call a holistic pharmacist. So I um, have received holistic training from a school of natural medicine, um, but am traditionally trained as a pharmacist. So went to pharmacy school afterwards, did some residency in um, like metabolic conditions. So we think of things like diabetes, high blood pressure, things that basically involve our bodies breakdown and processes that kind of happen as we metabolize um, food and resources and all that good stuff. So I basically became, you know, kind of shifted into my own practice and out of the traditional pharmacy world for a couple of reasons. But I started seeing because my work was inside the doctor's offices. So if you went to your doctor's office, you would meet with the pharmacist, too, if you had some of these specific conditions. And so what I was realizing was that patients really want to feel better. Like we don't want to just be handed solutions and medicines and told like, okay, like, here you go, take this the rest of your life. Um, We want to know how our bodies work. We want to know what's going on. And just kind of like the traditional westernized medicine setup right now doesn't allow for as much education and teaching and true healing as I felt we really need and deserve as, you know, people that care and want to take care of these bodies. We only have one our whole lives, you know? So that was kind of the stirring for me. And then God just kind of kept chipping away and chipping away. And then we went through our own fertility process. And I, I look back now and I was even thinking about it this morning, um, just a season of hopelessness that I don't think in the moment I would think I was experiencing, but I definitely was. And I know that a huge part of that was feeling like I didn't have 
like there was nothing I could do and nobody was telling me or giving me answers. There was no peace. Like it was just so hard. And I know so much of that was like a spiritual component. Um, but then in like a situational side, I had doctors that I felt like weren't answering my questions and weren't supporting me and I couldn't figure anything out. So I basically decided, okay, like I know how to do this. I know how to read the data. I know I have a background in, you know, medical communications and understanding and research. And so I just kind of dug in. And once my eyes were open to like how much we truly can like support and promote healing and like work with these bodies God designed, I just knew I was like, I can't let another woman go through this same, like be in the same place, searching for options and not being able to find it. Because if I have, you know, years of experience and a background and it was this hard for me, I can't imagine feeling so stuck and just so confused and frustrated. And, and honestly, it, it is, it's the perfect setting for hopelessness to sneak in there. And we know that's the enemy, but at the same time, we know that like that situation is just so ideal for those thoughts to come in and for you to just feel so frustrated and stuck and like, there's nothing I can do. Um, or the advice you're being given is really bad advice. So I um, was told, you know, oh, well, if you just lose weight, things will get better. But little did that doctor know, I was maybe a couple months out of, you know, really trying to heal my disordered eating patterns. And so like that advice with my experience, it just was so negative. Um, and I love doctors. I love Westernized medicine. I think there's definitely a place for all of it, but I do love this perspective of like, okay, God gave us these amazing bodies. They work so perfectly and intricately and like they're designed so well to support us and to just kind of continue on not understanding that or not knowing that and feeling really stuck to this industry that feeds off of profits and drugs and, you know, us being allowed to stay um, dependent on medications when we don't necessarily have to is a really hard place to be. So I want to kind of spread that message of like, Hey, your body can do so much more than you think it can. And it's designed in, in a lot of the things you're experiencing are part of how it's designed and they're there for a reason. And we're kind of taught to just ignore them or that they're normal or that, you know, we don't have all these options, but we do. And God knew that when he created them. Um, so yeah, that's my summary of how I got into the work I do. And so I started kind of really supporting women in their hormones inside the doctor's offices. And then the doctors found out I was doing this <laughs> and started sending me so many patients, especially in the realm of like fertility, PCOS, preconception, um, even like postpartum, even, you know, just hormone issues in general, because what we're kind of taught in medical and pharmacy school is if someone has issues that you suspect are related to their female hormones, they need to take birth control or be told it's normal or lose weight. That's kind of it. And I mean, I attest to that again, not being the doctors or the pharmacist's fault. That's just what we were taught. Um, and so once they kind of realized like, oh, she's doing something different and her patients are getting better and patients started realizing they had another option. I feel like I was flooded, <laughs> um, <laughs> which was awesome. Our clinic grew so much. And then with um, the adoption of my son and then my husband had a job change, I basically just started creating my own business, working from home, doing the exact same thing for women and teaching and empowering and giving them the tools to support their body in alignment with how it's already designed. 
So that's the long, longest short story ever. <laughs> no, I love it. I am so excited for you. I'm so glad that the Lord connected us because so many things went through my head. I'm like, oh my gosh, she's so amazing. <laughs> and so you, you touched on this a little bit, but really like who, who is your ideal client? Like who are the ladies that need to come and see you? Yes. Okay. So I kind of have a couple phases. Um, number one, if you are trying to conceive and you just know that you are being stirred to take some action to support your body, then you're my girl. Like we need to chat. Um, also if you, you know, maybe you've had a couple kids or kind of postpartum, or you're even in that like secondary tertiary, like trying to conceive period, but you're feeling exhausted and you have crazy PMS and maybe you're struggling with acne. These are big red flags for hormones. And so a lot of times if we can just come in and support your hormones during these transitional phases, again, like I'm your person, I can teach you how to do that. Um, so I almost, I guess the simplest way to say it is if you're in a state of hormone transitions, which is really from the time you're like, mm, probably trying to conceive all the way through like the beginning stages of perimenopause, then I'm here for you. Like <clears throat> my support, my teaching, the education you're going to get about your body is actually setting you up so well to not only enjoy and work with your body and like get past these big symptoms that kind of steal our ability to show up the way we want to show up for these crucial years of like raising small children and creating businesses and doing all these things that women can do. Um, that we can definitely, you know, identify these symptoms, figure out the root cause, and then bring that added layer of support. Um, in terms of like the perimenopause, menopausal stage, there is definitely lifestyle habits and education that I love sharing, but I also have a lot of friends and resources that I direct for those women. Um, and that's just simply because my heart and my passion and like, I'm so in it with the women that are in the stage with me right now. And we're actually setting ourselves up as well for having easier perimenopause, menopausal transitions later on too. Um, so it really is this like beautiful cycle of like, if you have a period, then I could probably help you. <laughs> <laughs> that is awesome. Well, we definitely will just in the show notes, just include all of your links and resources and all of the things, because I know that you are just going to be such a blessing to so, so many women. And they, people are going to listen to this and they're going to be like, oh gosh, I have to check her out. Cause I'm mm -hmm. like me personally, I've got to, I need to schedule a consultation. <laughs> we should, we should. <laughs> For real. Well, I just would love to just shift gears really quick because mm -hmm. as we were walking through my husband and I, um, just our infertility journey and just trying to figure out like, are we, you know, are we going to just like wait are we going to do something different? Like, you know, what are we going to do? And I would love for you just to kind of share a little bit just about as Christ followers, like our view on fertility and how it should be different, you know, because uh, I, I just would love to hear your, your perspective on this. Yeah, I am so happy to share it because it was shared with me and it changed a lot. Um, I feel like our journey definitely walked me through again, not only like this season of what I can look back now and see really was hopelessness. Like I feel like that enemy just came in and stole so much from me during that season, but I also can see how God came in and redeemed it and all of that stuff. Um, 
And so one thing that was shared with me, and I will, it was shared by Caroline Harris, who is the founder of In Due Time. Yes, um, I love her. Oh my yeah, goodness, love her, her so much. podcast with Jessica Satterfield, A Couple of Hope. So it's been so healing just to listen to that. But one thing that is so key in you know, understanding, because a lot of questioning comes, because we feel like God is just sitting up there in control and not allowing us to get pregnant because we know he has the power to do it. Right. And so I know that I struggled so much with that of like really having to go through this rediscovery of like, who do I believe God is? What do I believe about what he says and and what he's, you know, doing and, and all of those moving parts and pieces. And one thing that just was everything for me was understanding, like he did do something about fertility because Jesus paid for it on the cross. He paid for infertility. Mm -hmm. So our infertility has been purchased. And that is not something that I think I even realized of like, oh, like that healing is there. Like he did it. And so then it's just, you know, what is the timeline? Am I seeing it on this side of heaven? Um, And, you know, some people don't. And, and, there's just, again, his ways are not our ways. There's times and things that you can't understand all the moving parts and pieces of it. But for me and us, I believe that like our fertility has been paid for. It has been promised that we were literally created to fill and multiply the earth. Like that is how we were designed. And so, yes, there are issues with just living in a broken and falling world and things that come and happen of that. But we just truly have stepped into this belief of like, we really just have delayed fertility. It's not the timeline we would desire for it, but that like, it's fully there. It's paid for. It's possible. It is as real as we should be living as Christians as heaven being real to us here. And I think that's, what's hard as you know, when we think about like, well, how do Christians walk through infertility? Why, how do we shine our light? How do we look different? And I really do think it is this hope. It is the joy. It is the hope. Because if you think about like, when I think about the number one thing the enemy went after, the number one thing he tried to steal, that means that's the thing that had the most power, right? Because the enemy's not like, I mean, he's not smart, but he is in the way that like, he's very scheming and he knows like, oh, okay. And so, and it's nothing new. This is, I think the road that a lot of us face and it's almost like the same processes and thinkings and doubts and things that just weave into this whole journey with, you know, something that feels like it's out of our control. And even though everything's out of our control, right? (laughs) So I really just believe like that as Christians, we number one, have this hope, have this joy, have this, even like just this internal peace of knowing like God has promised this to us. He has designed this for us. And he gives us in the Bible over and over and over again. There, I find like no coincidence in the fact that there are so many women with infertility or delayed fertility, because that's what it was in the Bible. It was delayed fertility. Um, every time it's being spoke of, the women conceive. It's just in these really crazy circumstances, right? Like Elizabeth being so old. Um, so yeah, I just, I, I really feel like as Christians, we get to have this totally different view. We get to understand our purpose. We get these promises. We get this like little sneak peek into this journey, but it doesn't make it any less hard, right? Like we still struggle with that pain and that 
you know, frustration and doubt, but then I watch God just like create so much out of that. Um, and I do believe that we have, I mean, Jesus has given us power. Holy spirit provides us with power. Like we have power to speak over life and our wounds and those of other people. I think as Christians, we have the ability to cast off and break chains of jealousy and resentment that I know are so easily filled through this path when all your friends are getting pregnant and you're not. Um, so yeah, I think I, there's just so much. I feel like you could just continue to uncover like the little trinkets and treasures that God places through the fertility journey for Christians that I want all women to be able to have an experience. And I couldn't imagine how it must feel to go through it without that. Because I almost feel like I had a glimpse of that in, in the way I struggled with our fertility journey, but still deep, deep down had that internal like peace and joy and hope. It was just super like, it's almost like my light had like a cap over it. You know, the little song, I'm going to hide this little light of mine um, <laughs> under a bush. I kind of felt like mine was under the bush for a while, but I couldn't <laughs> imagine not even having a light and having to go through that in this like secular perspective, especially with all just the lies that are kind of roaming around our society and culture especially during these times and like you mentioned with social media and all that stuff so Heather so so good yeah. oh my goodness thank you for sharing that and just thank you for coming on the show today we so appreciate you and so can you tell everybody really quick how can they find you and connect with you online yeah so I am at Dr. Heather Rhodes on Instagram and same, my website's www.drheatherroads, um, and it's just DR for doctor, and then Rhodes is R-H-O-D-E-S. Um, and so I do, I love connecting with women. I have a couple guides on like your first steps to healing your hormones. Um, and then we do a lot of fun teachings and groups and things to really, you know, help you, whether it be trying to conceive or PCOS that affects your fertility or um, just your hormones kind of needing a reset we've got you covered. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much. Okay. So I have your final two because this podcast is all about Matthew five sixteen and letting your light shine for the Lord. And I truly believe God uses our story to just change the world. So how did your puzzle pieces lead you to where you are today? Yeah. So again, like, I don't know if I would have ever done the work to understand truly who God is and his character mm -hmm. and not just, I mean, I was always raised in Christian school and church and everything like that, but it was almost like it all had to become real when I was faced with our fertility journey. Um, and that was just so amazing. And then also just to watch his provision of like, you know, the journey through pharmacy school, but then having this like innate passion and desire and this gift truly from him to teach that then he's aligned with our journey. Um, and with this ability just to reach and shine for other women in the way that, you know, they need it sometimes during like the hardest, darkest times that a woman can experience. Um, and there's so many other little moving parts and pieces, like the way he built our family. We have two amazing children from adoption. And that has allowed us to even expand even more into just loving and knowing the women that are their birth mothers and their birth families. And it's again, like, I, I mean, I would say it 10 times over, but like 
if someone said, you know, you would have to go through a fertility journey for five more years before you would have your children that you have now, I would do it because I'm on the other side and I see them and I'm like, oh my gosh, like I would wait for 10 years to still, you know, have these babies that God has placed in our lives. And it's just so amazing. And so I know that like, when I was sitting in the place of, of delayed fertility and, and feeling that hopelessness, when I heard about other stories, I was just like, well, that's cool, but it won't happen for me. But then it does. And it, and it, it, it happens. And then I almost feel like it's like this, joy this overwhelming joy and gratitude for the lord but when you don't wait well and you, the enemy has stolen that hopelessness and like you've walked through like the darkest times i still feel like there's almost that small conviction of like man i wish you would have trusted me almost like yes. that stirring and how that leads us to trust and have faith and i don't think had i ever gone through that i would even know that feeling of when god's telling me to step out in faith and to take a next step and all that good stuff so it's oh. He's just woven everything together so beautifully. Love it. And Heather, I think you do such a great job at just shining bright and not hiding your light for the kingdom. Have you always been like that? And what can you share with us just to encourage us and help us? Yeah, no, I have not always been like that. <laughs> I answer that so quickly. I even struggle now to feel like I'm like that all the time. I mean, doubt always creeps in, but... I mean, the biggest, so number one, I think finding community and finding those people that have walked the journey before you or who, you know, are walking through it well. So someone like, you know, just listening to Caroline Harry's and, and her story and the resources she gives out are so helpful. And, and even women locally or in the church or, you know, just being connected with people, I think is something that allows us to shine so much more. Um, I'll never forget like our pastor using the illustration of, you know, obviously the, the enemy being a, like a roaring lion and he's out there kind of looking for like, who's the weakest, who is, you know, kind of struggling and not in the pack. And I think about how, when we struggled with infertility, that was us. Like we weren't telling people, we weren't talking about it. We weren't seeking out resources and mentorship. And I think that really allowed us to be, you know, kind of. I won't say targeted, we did it to ourselves, but essentially like the enemy uses that is what I'm trying to say. Um, yes. And so I think being plugged in and just having that daily continual renewal, feeding your spirit more than your flesh, that was huge for me and even understanding that concept. Um, but yeah, Bible study, it, it's all, it was all community and people speaking life and people having hope for us when we did not have it. Um, and I truly believe that's how we got to the place where we have so much now. Beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing that, Heather. We appreciate you so much. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you so much, Nicole.